Well, hello there. It's another week and it's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Knight. How are you today, sir? Happy Monday, by the way. Thank you, sir. I'm doing fine. Uh, busy weekend uh, as far as the news goes, so we have a lot to talk about today. As far as my weekend goes, I celebrated my anniversary on Sunday. Happy anniversary, yeah, it's sir. Amazing. I won't tell you I, how many years. Because, well, you know, I mean, oh, you uh, kids, yeah. you oh. kids. Yeah, yeah, I know you. Well, you she's, went across town, you got a room, and it's lucky you're, you're here today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are such a bad boy. Uh, yeah. Listen, you probably heard that uh, the president is back from Saudi Arabia. He uh, finished his well, trip. Trump's back. I didn't know yeah. Trump left. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about the other one. Uh, and, oh, the dementia, Joe. Okay. Yep. And it was a uh, not a very fruitful trip. First, he gets over there. And, you know, he said before he was he went to Saudi Arabia that he thought that uh, the Saudis should be a pariah state. That was a, a quote. And yeah. because of what they supposedly did to that guy Khashoggi, mm. uh, the murder, you know. And uh, so he was going to treat him as a pariah state. So he goes over, gets off the airplane. And the first thing he does is he walks up to the leader of the country and fist bumps. You know, hey, buddy, how's it going? What's happening? Hey, dude. And and the, the world has gone nuts because they didn't think he would be so casual with this guy that he was uh, so hard on, if you know what I mean. You know, he. Yeah, I know what you mean. That, and then. They had the military band, the military band of Saudi Arabia. I tried really hard to find the audio for this. I couldn't find it, but, you know, they had the flags and they were the, the pomp and circumstance. By the way, it wasn't a red carpet. They said it was a lavender carpet. It was not, it wasn't really the red carpet that they, they put out for the, for uh, our president. And uh, so he goes in and he stands at attention. The flag is raised. And they start playing our national anthem. They sounded like the Kalamazoo Elementary School fifth grade band. It, they were the worst. They were out of sync. They were off key. Now, mind you, this is like the military band in Saudi Arabia. So you got to think that these are all professional so musicians. They were put, they were put yeah. up to be bad. Someone, yeah. said, someone said, if you want to keep your head, you play off key. And these guys said, no problem, sir, no problem. And they played off key. Trust me, it was. Well, horrible. you know what? I mean, we're really not respected in the world anymore. And going to Saudi Arabia to beg for gas, yeah, uh, know. you know, or for oil, that was the stupidest thing that <laughs> Joe could have done. I know you got some audio, but I have a solution after your audio, maybe. No, actually, the audio I have is uh, uh, Tucker Carlson talking about oh. Joe's dementia. Joe's yeah, dementia. there's that too. Well, and you know what? Joe didn't have to go to Saudi Arabia to beg for oil. How about going to Texas? That's right. Begging for <laughs> oil there. Yeah. You know, beg for the, you know, to open up the pipelines here. You know what? There would be a lot of people bumping his fist going, hey, Joe, finally got it right. Hey, yeah, buddy. You know what we I don't understand? Like him, but... Some of the cleanest oil in the world is our oil. It's cleaner than Saudi Arabia's oil. It's cleaner than Venezuela. Cleaner yeah, than don't. Russia's, and he wants to keep ours capped. Amazing. Well, there's a reason that he wants to do it, and the only thing that he was do going over there to do is uh, to get some oil to give away to somebody else and to, you know, placate the American populace before the midterms and maybe a little bit after, oh, I'm doing something about it. He ain't doing squat. 
So he comes back to this beautiful country of ours, and he's being besieged by the media. The media is saying, why did you uh, fist bump this guy? And Khashoggi's wife had been promised by Biden that he would stand firm and be strong against these people for what they did to her husband. Mm-hmm. She freaked out, apparently, when she saw him get off the plane and fist bump the guy. Like, hey, what's happening, dude? How you been? Uh, it was absolutely the wrong image, and uh, he was an embarrassment. But, you know, there's a reason why he's acting the way he acts, and we all know it. I mean, you know it. I know it. We've seen it. We saw it before he was sworn into office. We saw it when he was running. The guy has got mental issues. Yeah, now— I've heard of it. We've talked about it. You know, I don't know what the drug is. Starts with a P. There's a drug that you can get. I think it's advertised. And for people with dementia, you can give it to them. A few minutes later, they're kind of, you know, doing some normal stuff. Uh, Vitamin B shots, I think, too. You know, so I don't think it's vitamin B, though. And you know (laughs) what? If there is a drug that you can give somebody Mm -hmm. like that, all drugs... You know, there, there, there's, there's a diminishing curve and, you know, they seem to, you know, he, he's tucked away in a closet somewhere and then they bring him out, prop him up on a, they Dust probably him, wheel off, him out on know. a dolly and uh, they yep. say, okay, give him a shot. Like Frankenstein. I under, now I got a question for you. Okay. You know, you love your wife, your wife loves you, but you know, if either one of you slipped into a state to where, you know, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I know where you're going with this. Yep. You know, would you or would she take you out and present you in public? Absolutely not. She would be embarrassed for me. She would want want me to maintain my dignity. And to do that, you wouldn't be on the public stage making a fool of yourself. There you go. So that is Jill Biden there in a nutshell before the election, Mm -hmm. during the election, and post-election. That's why you see her behind Joe every time he signs and does something because she is the commander, power, and chief. She's the one that is taking the marching orders and calling the shot mm-hmm. shots and uh, rolling out her uh, uh, dementiated robot. The Boca does. That's right. <laughs> there, there she is. <laughs> you, know, ma- you know, maybe she should clean the Boca does. The point is, is that she does. That's not love. No, you're absolutely correct. I, I got a, a piece from Tucker Carlson. He had a couple of good... Uh, uh, monologues. He actually, the guy's been doing one good monologue after another for the past few weeks. Uh, yeah. but he was talking about Joe's dementia and it's worth giving a listen to if you missed it. We happened to be watching one day and tried to follow what he was saying about China because it seemed important. Now, one national news organization had noted at all that this guy couldn't speak in complete sentences, couldn't convey coherent ideas. Nobody had ever mentioned that. And of course, anyone in Washington knew Joe Biden. He'd been there since 1972. And basically, most people kind of liked him. He was a friendly guy. This was not the Joe Biden anyone who knew Joe Biden had seen before. He completely changed. This was clearly cognitive decline. This was dementia, obviously. So we drew a conclusion that now sounds ridiculous, but it seemed logical at the time. This guy can't be the Democratic nominee. He can barely speak. 
How did he manage to get through the campaign? Well, it turned out, we learned later, his staff, supervised by Dr. Jill, his wife, was giving him pills before every public appearance, checking the time and at a certain hour giving him a dose of something. Now, it's not a guess. We're not making that up. We've spoken directly to someone who was there and saw it happen multiple times. Now, before taking the medication, this person said, Biden was, quote, like a small child. You could not communicate with him. He changed completely because he was on drugs, and he clearly still is on drugs. No one's pushing to know what those drugs are. We should know. But the point is, Joe Biden's dementia was perfectly obvious to everyone around him more than three years ago. So we never thought this could happen. You can't make a senile man president of the United States. This is our country. This is a real country. It needs a real leader, even when you disagree with. But someone who's in full possession of his faculties. No one would ever do that. It's crazy. We're completely wrong. We're wrong because we underestimated the cynicism and the recklessness of the Democratic Party and the media who serve them. They will say literally anything, no matter how implausible or immoral, if it brings them more power. They knew exactly how incapacitated Joe Biden was. They lied about it. And the disaster we're living with today is a direct result of their lying. And it's getting worse. It's humiliating. Yesterday, for example, we can go on for an hour, we're not going to, but just to sum it up. Yesterday, Joe Biden tried to shake an invisible man's hand. Not the first time he's done this. He did the same thing in April. And both of those sad moments are on tape. So if you don't like Biden or his agenda, and we certainly don't, there is a kind of partisan glee you take from this. Look how pathetic he is. But, you know, if you're an American, there's no upside, actually. This is horrible for all of us. It reflects poorly not just on the Democratic Party or Biden himself, but on our country. And it's happening constantly with increasing frequency. On Wednesday of this week, during a trip to Israel, Biden announced that we have to keep alive the, quote, honor of the Holocaust. Huh? Continue, which we must do every, every day, continue to bear witness. To keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. It's just, it's absolutely awful. And again, there's no upside. So Joe Biden's seen out. Everybody knows it. Do we win a prize now? No. We watch our country degrade. And he's not getting any better, folks. If you're sitting around waiting for him to get better, this isn't a, uh, a situation that he's going to recover from. He's only going to get worse. Of course, I have a lot of thoughts. What's that? Well, I mean, based on that, you know, the, the yeah. left is going to go, well, you know, that was hearsay. Of course, then they're doing the January 6th on hearsay. So wait a minute. You know, you've got that. But there is a lot of truth in facts behind what Tucker's talk about, uh, talking about and what we're talking about. Three years prior to the election, that means there is a case right there of a coup to, to steal an election. That means that man, because under the Constitution, he cannot be in power. He has to be taken out. And if they sat there and ran a Trojan horse, into the White House that was had dementia. Oh, you talk about a coup, the January 6th, you know, clown parade? Yeah, you know, take them out. Let's bring on the bulls. They'd have a hard time saying that it was uh, it was hearsay because Tucker said they got their evidence for, directly from a source who was right. there. You know, but that's that's what I'm saying. This is you know, if the Republicans are looking for. A, a subject to hammer that might be it i'm not saying give up on the election was stolen because they're gonna sit there and back up that stance no matter what they cannot defend if joe and there's 
documentation, evidence that he was dementiated before. He had dementia before the election, and they knew it. We're living in a pivotal time. This is a point in time in our country that I think is a make it or break it time. I think the Civil War was a time like that. And I think that the result of the Civil War was a stronger country. I think as tragic as that was, we recovered to a certain extent. But I think we have gone into another situation where we we can go in two directions. Very soon that has to be decided. Either we continue down the road that the left is taking us and we are destroyed as a nation or we do a major course correction and get back on track. There's only two choices. Yeah, there is. But I think we're already, you know, we've already that fork in the road. Mm-hmm. We've taken that left turn, and it's 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 going to lead up to the cliff that we jump off of, and we're getting ready to crest the peak of that left turn. I don't think that that the left turn, by the way, was intentional. I do think to this day that it was a. Uh, I won't say that it was stolen, but it was manipulated. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and you know they put in this clown, and he was a Trojan horse, and it was the wrong horse to pick. But, you know, we're just in deep doo-doo is uh, the only way I can say it. This guy, he believes he's going to get reelected. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Read the poll, Jack. 92% would vote for me. Where did he get that number? Where Uh, did he get that number? He's got the lowest ratings ever. That's including Democrats and Republicans. There was a poll that I saw last week that had 18% approval rating. Yeah, he's, look, you know... He's the tidy bull man couldn't even save him. He's pulled the handle. He's gone, but here we go. But you know, the sad part about it is like Tucker said, it, it, you can't really be laughing because it's our country that this guy is destroying and his minions. Do you know Carmela, uh, who is going to be the oh, yeah, yeah. new president lovely if he's lovely removed? Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she lost some more people last week. She's lost like... 18 of her staff since she's been in office, people who have found that they just can't work with her. She's, she's difficult. She's well, see, tough... now, go ahead. Now there, there's, there's the problem because we know we got to get rid of Joe. Joe got to go. I can do that yep. for you in Morse code too, but Joe got to go. The problem is then you get Kamala. Now she doesn't have dementia. She's just a twisted, sick, dumb person. Kamala. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping, maybe it's uh, hoping against hope, that there is a solution other than, you know, let's say they remove Biden before the midterms, make Carmela the president, and then they remove her from office afterwards if they win the majority. They would then have uh, the Speaker of the House, and if they have the majority, it won't be Nancy. So, there, I mean, there are... There are possible solutions to the, to the problem, but there are solutions. But then, you know, the other, the other aspect is if we don't, we've got to push to get that whole administration out because if you don't want to sit there and say the election was stolen, well, it was manipulated 
and you were lied to the voting public. And that means that you voted for um, a candidate because even they tried to say Trump wasn't of sound mind and he couldn't. You remember that they were trying Mm -hmm. to use that little ticket to say he couldn't run. See, the Democrats always, when they do something, they telegraph what they're doing. So they, and obviously they knew three years before they knew when they were, they didn't have a choice. They had to run them because of the history of the name. And most people don't remember the bad from way, way back. He was a racist. He's this, yeah. he's that, he's a liar. But he's got dementia and they lied about it. If and you, that means he was a candidate that shouldn't have if, run. If they voted for Biden, they voted for no borders, open borders. They voted for an invasion of millions of people because that's what's going to happen. If he's in for four years... We've already got a million plus into the country illegally. We'll have several million before he's done. Okay, so you voted for that. You voted for a war in the Ukraine, supplying stuff to the Ukraine, and then being totally involved with supporting them financially. We've paid $50 billion, and they need more. He's already said we need more money. I don't know what they're doing with the money. $50 billion is a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and they've only had it for a short time, and now they're saying they need more. I think Zelensky said he needed he needed a, he needed a monthly payment from the U.S., a monthly major payment from the U.S. The chunks wasn't good enough. He needed it more systematically. So uh, he need so you voted for that an involvement in the Ukraine war. Uh, you voted for. The guy who says he's a girl who's swimming with the ladies. You voted for that because Biden supports that. You voted for pronouns. You voted for pronouns. Absolutely correct. What else did they vote for? You voted for uh, no oil being drilled in our country. You voted for us. food shelves. Yep. You voted for us kissing butt to the Saudis and to the Venezuelans and to the Chinese. Mm Mm-hmm. So all of these things were things you voted for when you voted for Joe Biden because you didn't like Orange Man because Orange Man bad. Orange Man with the reason that they saw what they did and everything. They they had fun with their, uh, you know, with their photo filters to, you know, to make him look diff- make him look like well what they did is he he had sun. he was out in the sun a lot he played golf sure absolutely and um you know there uh, matter of fact um uh what is it the uh, the secrets of uh, skinwalker ranch or whatever it yeah. is yeah when you look at the guy that's uh, the nasa expert and does all of that stuff yeah i'm sitting there going oh he's an orange man because he's out in the sun all the time and all of those guys are sure. it is the same thing now, they're not sitting there taking a filter, and let's see if we can really, you know, accentuate what's going on here. But they had to do it for Trump because oh, they had- every picture they put up of him is is uh, not flattering. Let's just leave it at that. If they can make him look ridiculous with a photo, they will put it up there. Oh, yeah. And they put, well, now they're not quite doing it now. They did during the election all the flattering pictures of old Joe and uh, Trump actually looking de- decent. Let's sit there and Photoshop this guy and make him just look like hell. And, you know, even some of Hollywood's finest mm. have their moments of, well, I didn't know the camera was there. I didn't know how to sure. give him my look. And, uh, you know, I didn't have the makeup on or, you know, the skin yep. tighten or anything else. And you look like a, you know, and that, but they're doing that to Trump all the time. 
Another story that is interesting, which we should talk about, is the fact that, and we've mentioned this before, but it's still hot in the news, uh, China is buying up a ton of our farmland. We talked about this, I think, uh, last week. They're buying, they bought a major parcel, 300 acres uh, in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The project is located about 20 minutes from the Grand Forks Air Force Base, raising national security concerns. Both the Democrats uh, and the Republicans are concerned about this, and they're trying to do something about it. It's like the fire has already started, and now they realize they should have had a fire company nearby to put it out. It's already a three-alarm fire, and now they're noticing it. You, you wonder, what do they do down in Washington? What the heck do they do? Because all they seem to do is bitch and moan about politics, with a few exceptions. You know, you would think these guys would pay attention to the real problems in our country. Lack of food in the stores, lack of fuel, uh, the Chinese buying up hundreds of acres of our property. I wonder if you could buy 300 acres of farmland in China next to one of their military bases. Do you think that would happen? Absolutely not. And, you know, it was announced this past week that I thought they were, but they weren't actually. But China just earned the status of superpower. And them teamed with Russia. Oh, yeah. You know, and we have, you know, whatever your belief is about the war in the Ukraine, it's not just about Ukraine. Oh, it's Putin's war. It's not just about Putin's war. It is ours. It is NATO's. And we fanned those flames, and now they've blown up in our face, and we don't know what to do. And we are knocking on the door of, well, actually, if you really want to be honest, it's already begun. But the thing is, the thing is, getting back to the China and buying the property, and, we'll, and I'd yes. like to talk to you about the Ukraine in a second, but Gordon Chang was on with uh, Tucker Carlson talking about the situation. And I know where you're going with this. Gordon Chang is a... Uh, He's a, an American, uh, but he's a China expert, and he had some interesting comments. You know, there's two things here, Tucker. First of all, the Chinese are extremely aggressive. But the more important story is that we're letting them do this. We're letting exactly. them buy a parcel 12 miles from a sensitive military facility where with passive listening equipment, they can figure out almost everything we're doing with those drones. This just is impossibly stupid. Why isn't there any leader in this country who can say no? No, China, you're not allowed to fund Harvard. You're not allowed to send us tens of thousands of students every year who might wind up undermining the United States. And no, you're not allowed to buy our natural resources, like our farmland. Like, why, why will no one say that? I don't know, Tucker, but you know, this isn't the only similar incident. There's one in Texas near Laughlin Air Force Base where a former Chinese army officer is buying a big parcel of land. And you know, it really is symptomatic in the United States that we are not stopping this because there are so many problems, not only espionage, but there are so many other problems with regard to Chinese purchases of farmland. Right. And, and residential real estate. I mean, one of the reasons prices are high is because of foreign investment. The Chinese have been very clever in immediately calling racism and any pushback against them. They learned that from us and they seem to be exploiting it fairly effectively. 
Well, they got a lot of help because you have President Biden in his first hours in office actually issued an executive order on xenophobia, you know, and that's been a constant theme of the Biden administration. So, you know, the, that is very much supportive of Chinese communist propaganda. Say, oh, you can't criticize China because it'll hurt people like me, Chinese Americans. This is really wrong, Tucker. You know, it just from the very top to the very bottom, this government of ours is allowing China to run riot, not only over American farmland, but as you say, American academic institutions, our companies, you name it. Okay, so Representative uh, Dan Newhouse, a Republican from Washington, mm -hmm. he's uh, put together a bill, H.R. 4356, that would block any new agricultural purchases by companies that are wholly or partly controlled by the Chinese government and would ban existing Chinese-owned farms in the U.S. from drawing from federal agricultural support programs. That isn't enough for me, okay? No, it's not. If it were me, and I'm just saying Jim Harrington here, I would say, look it, effective immediately, we will reimburse the purchase of any foreign entity that bought property in the U.S., meaning if they spent uh, $2.6 million on, on farmland, the government's going to pay you back, but you by law can't own it. You are, you know, so we're not stealing it for, back from you. We're not you'd buy it back. Yeah. You'd be, a, you'd be yeah. an honest guy. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, but representative Grace Meng, a Democrat from where? New York. She offered pushback to uh, that HR bill that I was talking about. Uh, she said uh, it would stoke anti-Asian sentiments in the U.S. What's her name? Grace Meng. That's her uh, name. Man, and where's she from? New, New York. I don't understand how any American can say that that amendment that he offered is anti-Asian. It is pro-American. Folks, what you don't want to do is let your enemy control your food. Can you imagine if we said, okay, Adolf Hitler owns uh, the Midwest farms during World War II, and he just shut them down? I, I know of a lot of people that have moved from China, you know, here. You could look at it two ways. Well, they want to get here and get the American dream and make the dollar. They want to make the money. The other, if you wanted to go down the rabbit hole, they are here infiltrating the population. Maybe they can get into political power because you don't have to be uh, a a native-born citizen to get into Congress. Uh, I don't think that bill that's being put forth. I mean, look at look what he says. Look what the his bill says. Let me see whether I can find whether I can find what he says. Please here. stand by. Uh, yeah, it's um, it would block any new agricultural purchases by companies that are wholly or partly controlled by the Chinese government. Do you think they're going to be forthright about that? I mean, how do we know a, a private, a private in quotes, Chinese corporation isn't really controlled by the Chinese? How do we know? We take their word for it, you know? Right. And uh, they would, we would also ban existing Chinese-owned farms in the U.S. from drawing from federal agricultural support programs. Well, big deal. We're not going to subsidize these foreign-owned farms that are owned by the Chinese government. I would, like I said, I would simply say we're paying you all back for what you bought and the farmland is going to be owned by the U.S. government until we sell it to a private U.S. citizen. Yeah, and I know what citizen but, they would sell it to. But <laughs> that being said, 
there's disadvantages to selling it to U.S. citizens, too, because we have one U.S. citizen who is the biggest agricultural owner in the United States. and Cowboy Bill. Yep. Uh, Bill Gates is now the largest landowner in our country. Bill Gates. Do you feel comfortable knowing that Bill Gates controls most of the land, <laughs> most of the private land in this country? Farmland, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Is he a cowboy? Can uh, Does he wear farmer pants? Oh, I don't think so. Can he ride so. a horse? I don't know. He maybe. Can he ride? Maybe. Who knows? Can he, can he drive a McCormick or a John Deere? I doubt it. The problem is uh, the guy. this guy has got too much central control. And again, he's the guy... You probably read about this. I know we talked about it before the show. The Navy oh, yes. has a new program, uh, and they, they snuck it by. Nobody really saw it. They're trying to see whether they can get the Navy to convert from meat to meatless meat, which seems to be kind of a contradiction, doesn't it? Meatless meat? Yeah, why, why even call it meat? Why don't you just give it a whole new name and say it's better than meat? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, uh, and now I guess... I guess there are congressmen who are a little ticked off about that that program having been slipped through. But why are they sleeping? They were sleeping before, so I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. Now you're pissed off? Yeah. Come on, do your job. I wish that they would pay attention to the serious problems in our country. I'm sick of hearing about the big red wave that's going to happen in, in the fall because I don't think that's a guarantee. Do you, Bill? Absolutely not. Look. This whole thing, the January 6th committee mm -hmm. and what's going on, and now they're they're even out there trying to say that uh, that uh, Ivana Trump was Epstein. They're trying to throw things at Trump. Everything that they do, and see, even Nancy Pelosi, they're keeping her away from the January 6th committee because they don't want to be forced to have to swear in and, and, and ask her questions. Like the big question, did she sit there? and ignore the offer of the National Guard for January 6th, which we know she did because that changes the whole thing. This January 6th committee is nothing but a distraction from the fires that they've built that they need to fan out and their little agenda that's going on. They don't want us to see what they did wrong and what they're up to. So they got to they got to create all this stuff, you know. It, so, it, now, so January sixth is not a fait accompli. It's not. It's not a definite red wave in your estimation. I think that they're going to try to besmirch Trump. I think they have an. That's October, what they're doing. They, I think they got an October surprise. Some, I, something's coming along. I don't know what it is. Uh, they want to indict, but they really can't. But what they want to do is, I think they think by him being indicted, he can't run for president. They they are not allowing him to have counsel there. They are not allowing him to have witness there, witnesses there. So if you're if you really believe in the Constitution, uh, pick it up and read it. Uh, read Article Six, and then you go. Wait a minute. Wait. He's got the right to, the, and he doesn't have it. And because of that, you don't know how much they're crafting and sculpting the testimony. You got uh, Cassidy who was there going, well, I heard it secondhand from a person that got it firsthand, but yeah. it was firsthand from a person that also had it I heard secondhand. it from a friend who, uh, I, from I a mean, friend who. it's farther down the line than <laughs> that song goes. Yeah. It, yeah it's 
Word on the street is that he's going to announce his presidency maybe as soon as the end of this month. Yeah, he says, um, what is it? What's his quote? Trump says that he made a decision on running, but it's a matter of timing. It could be before, it could be during or after the midterms. So he's leaving everybody in the air. And, of course, you know, the question is, and the, the Democrats are out there going, well, Republicans are saying they don't want him to run. Oh, yeah, but they show up at his rallies. Yeah, but who who it, says that? Who's, who Think about that. Who's, it's mostly the mainstream well, media. Well, they did a survey. Yeah, well, it, well they did a survey of yeah. people. We don't have the survey in front of us, but yes. trust us. A, a survey of Republicans. Of course, there were six Republicans in a phone booth in uh, Des Moines. I mean, they, they never... Do they really, have phone booths around anymore, anywhere that work? I have no idea. They, they must have some somewhere, Bill. And how many people can you cram in a phone booth? I mean, those are valuable questions in, for in the college. Survey. A lot, a lot of college students tried to uh, tried to figure that out. Do you remember they used to they used to do uh, these Volkswagens and, uh, and yeah, phone Volkswagens and phone booths. Yeah, yes. we did that. Uh, and then yes. the other prank was right around Halloween to bolt a toilet, you know, in the middle of the night into a phone booth, and everyone would be going, <laughs> "How did that get there? <laughs> How did we get on that topic?" Listen, uh, we were talking about the Ukraine. We were talking about the possibility of nuclear war. Medvedev, who was the intro, he was the president yeah. when when uh, Putin had to take some time off, and he said, uh, "If we go into Crimea, if the Ukraine attacks Crimea, which is the the land, the parcel of, of land that they, or the Russians acquired back in uh, the mid two thousand, I guess it was was it two thousand fourteen or something like that." Yeah, um, it was a while back. If they go in there and they and they attack Crimea, then all bets are off, and it's going to. It's how did he put it? It's going to initiate Judgment Day. That was the, he used the word Judgment Day, and that this is coming off the top of my very sleepy head. Uh, I think to myself, is it a coincidence that he's mentioning Judgment Day in the? That that means nuclear war, friends. Maybe he's talking about nuclear war between Russia and the Ukraine. No. But I was just going to say that. I don't think so. No, because we have supplied the missiles that, you know, that Ukraine is using to hit them. And they think it's great. Oh, we got these great missiles. Hey, don't fire it at that place. Oh, no. There it goes. You know, they're, they're having holly jolly fun. With these weapons of mass destruction, we gave them to defend themselves, and now they're willy-nilly taking out targets that uh, they probably shouldn't do unless they really, really want to provoke something that goes beyond. Because I don't you, think you were talking about uh, Russia is kind of at war with Europe already. Yeah, that's right? uh, yeah. Anybody that doesn't realize it, they they are. I mean, it's at the door of uh of the nations on the border that uh russia is they say putin is marching forward and everyone's trying to say this is putin's war it's not the people's war russia controls i think it's the uh home heating oil or, or yes the into the pipeline into germany into parts of france into other countries around europe so they're shutting it off they've shut some of it off and it's not so bad in july but wait until you get a nice cold January or February in some of these countries, and they haven't got they haven't got the home heating oil. 
well, natural gas. Russia's war is against the West. It's against NATO. Yeah, the Ukraine, they're, they're, that's going on. But we helped push it and expand it. Yeah. And now they're going, okay, all right. So this is how it's going to be. You know, you can't sit there and defend everything. And now they've got China that's right there with them. And we've got this guy in office who is inept and completely out of touch with reality. And he's driving the bus. He's driving our bus. This is the guy who is making the decisions, supposedly. He's our president. Although, like I, we've talked before, we think there are other people behind the scenes pulling his strings. But that shouldn't be the way it is, folks. The, nope. strings, it, the strings are not supposed to be pulled by strangers in the dark. They're supposed to be pulled by the president and his staff that we know about. And, and this guy here is a, an empty vessel, an empty suit, and we don't know who the heck is really running the show behind the scenes. Is it Jill? Is it Obama? Is it Susan Rice? It just the list goes on and on. We don't know who the heck is running the 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 White House and th this administration, and and it's not supposed to be this way. We're supposed to be open and forthright. This guy is he gets angry, he gets confused. They met, Tucker mentioned it. He shook hands twice with with air, with the Invisible Man. He did it twice within like two weeks. The guy is lost in space, and it would be hysterical, except for the fact that it's weakening us on the world stage drastically. It's killing right. us. It's killing us. Yeah, it is. You know, right now I say that, you know, figuratively speaking, but it could be literally. It mm -hmm. could be literally not to, not to the distant future. We have strangers coming across the border, terrorists, I can't tell you, I, I, they had a figure, and I forgot it, of, of terrorists that they have actually stopped at the border trying to get into our country. You wonder how many they didn't stop. If they stopped a bunch of terrorists from getting into our country, how many bad guys got in already that we just don't know about that are already here? You, you heard about that, uh, the rapist, that little 10-year-old girl. That yeah, little 10-year-old girl. That's the story that ticks me off. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was, but that was a illegal who was not supposed to be here, the, yeah. the guy who perpetrated that. You know, the doctor that did the abortion now is doing a cease and desist on uh, all the the coverage on it. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Good luck. A couple of more things. It, we could go on and on. I could talk about Pope Francis. He's He sent a message to European youth, consume less fuel and eat less meat. In his message, he didn't once mention Jesus. Now he is supposed to be, you know, the head of the Catholic Church, the faith yeah. that I, the faith that I happen to belong to, and he is supposed to represent us religiously. But he he's gotten so deep in in politics in his in his term as Pope, and uh, he's talking about don't eat don't eat meat, cut back on your meat consumption. What business is it, is it of his? He's also the guy, by the way, who was very critical of the fact that. Uh, that President Trump was securing our border. He believed that we should have open borders in the United States. Is he an elected official here? An official here? No, no. he's not. Oh, well, no. Me, uh, but Catholics are. Uh, they're, they, they're allowed to vote here, and he's trying to manipulate them. 
But the thing is, is propaganda. He has alienated so many of his flock. So many Catholics are are disappointed to say the least in this guy in Rome, because he seems to at almost at every turn make the wrong decision. Hey, that's what you get, folks. They appointed a socialist bishop from Argentina to the presidency, and he was in Argentina more socialist than bishop. And they they made this guy the Pope. So we could go on and on, talk more and more. But uh, about got, the Washington Post? No. What what happened with the Post? Apparently, they had a headline that instructed Democrats to forget pronouns after uh, there was a Twitter backlash. That was so uh, Sanjay Gupta, yeah, from CNN, who had put that in a uh, uh, one of his his pieces in the Washington Post, like an editorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's an attack of the pronouns. They, yep. you know, now okay, how many people support pronouns? They're the ones that came forward. Of course, you know, Pete Buttigieg uh, was uh, listed. We need those kind of people talking about how do you pronounce his husband's name? Uh, Chaston. Uh, Ch- yeah, Chaston. Chaston. Yeah, Chaston. Chaston. Yeah, yeah. We need people like uh, him, and of course, uh, his wife, uh, Pete. Now, so would that be uh, Madam Buttigieg? Or, but do you know what? Uh, think about this. Miss Buttigieg? We are spending so much damn time talking about Why do we have to do this? transgenders and homosexuality. I mean, literally, the media is consumed by this. In the meantime, it's like, it's like we're ticked off at the pilot's uniform, and never mind the fact that he doesn't know how to fly. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like we are in an airplane that is going down going down in flames and we're more concerned with, with what the pilot is wearing than whether or not he knows how to fly the darn airplane. Did you see the video, the news story on the, uh, the lady pilot? No. Oh, well, it's funny. You, you use that analogy because there was a flight. I forget out of where, but it's on the internet. It's uh, there. This lady comes on and she's wearing, I guess, jeans or some kind of casual pants, just a shirt ball cap. And she comes in Yeah. and everyone's looking, that's the pilot. So she addressed everyone. She goes, look, uh, if you want, we can delay this flight for eight minutes and I can go change into my pretty little uniform (laughs) and fly the plane, you know, or we can just get on with it. We can have a vote whether you want to do that or not. You know, and I was running a little late today because I'm going through a divorce. Well, she shouldn't have said that because that scared the passengers that she was a nut job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) did she fly the plane in the uh, in the casual outfit or did they make her go off and get a uniform i read the story at two in the morning i I didn't sleep (laughs) much last night (laughs) so i just sat there uh, that i i read enough to know what's going on i you know if i were her i would have just said yeah i didn't wear my new uniform today uh i'm flying casual sorry but that's the way it is you need to see my credentials fine you don't want me to fly the plane? That's fine, too. Hey, listen, you guys fly casually. Why can't I fly casually, you know? Does the uniform mean that I know how to fly the plane? Yeah, let me put on this uniform, oh you know, and I'll be your pilot. Well, then anybody can do it. Tom Cruise, he can put on a uniform. Well, I think he can fly a plane. What she should have done, in all honesty, is just walked into the cockpit and kept her mouth shut and shut closed the, the door, door and, yeah. and, and flown the plane. But uh, maybe somebody made a comment. There's so much going on. It's going to be a busy week, I think, again. Yes. It seems like every week is a busy week. I want to remind you folks, if you would, spread the word. It's another day. We're here Monday through Friday, 
we uh, we do this every single day. I know. Yes, we do. We get so much money for doing this. We just have to uh, make it a, a part of our life. <laughs> you get paid? Uh, you didn't know? <laughs> yeah, I get paid. Yeah. Oh, no, man. We do it for the love of the audience. For the love of no money because we don't get that. No. Hey, but tell your friends it's another day we're here on your favorite podcast location. Monday through Friday, and uh, you can send us a, an email anytime you want to. What's the email address, Bill? It's <laughs> mail at itsanotherday.com. Thank you very much. I do this professionally for a living. Well, also, wait, I'm not making a living. Also, there you go. <laughs> also, you can uh, call us and leave a message on our answering machine, 833-583-6060, 833-583-6060. You know, it's funny. As soon as we end the show, I find myself preparing already for the next day, don't you? Yeah, like, it, like, it always happens. Or a major story comes out. Damn, we could have talked about yeah, that. I wish we were on the air. when the, yeah. Right now, but, you know, we're never really live. We record these things. And then it, uh, uh, we have three trained monkeys that, uh, <laughs> a, uh, they get you a bowl of cereal, yes. and then they go in and they mix down and, cut up the show and yes. uh, put it out there for yes. all the world to uh, hear and see. That's true. Um, uh, it, I'll tell you what, though. It's expensive with those monkeys. Oh, getting those bananas can be really, really a, a burden. But that's another story for another time. So you're the head monkey in charge of the bananas. I am the banana man. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we're going to wrap it up with that. Listen, have a great day, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. Bill, you take care of yourself. I'm out of here. I'm going to go play with my Morris code and say USA. Go say USA. Yeah. <laughs>